Good evening, investors. I hope you had a great Wednesday and welcome back to the channel. If you're new here, we make daily recaps keeping you up to date on the market. If that sounds way easier than reading countless articles, hit the subscribe below so you don't miss out. And now let's get into the recap. The S&P 500 closed the day down 38 hundredths of a percent to a price of $4,267.52. The worst performing sector was information technology, down 1.49%. Big names like Microsoft, Nvidia, Salesforce, and Adobe closed the day down over 3%. And both AMD and Intuit did even worse, closing the day down over 5%. It looks like investors decided to take some profits after this latest tech-centered run-up. The energy sector had a much better day, with the corresponding sector ETF closing the day up 2.67%. All 23 constituent companies closed the day significantly higher, with an average gain of 2.89%. The catalyst for this was much higher than expected oil usage during the Memorial Day weekend, showing that travel isn't slowing as much as previously feared. This, coupled with the OPEC plus cuts, has led to some excitement in the market centered around the energy sector. Looking to other news, shares of media conglomerate Warner Brothers climbed 8.43% today on a pair of notable headlines. First, Amazon is in talks to bring an ad-supported version of Max to Prime Video. Warner Brothers owns HBO and a wholesale deal to license the service to Amazon's more than 200 million Prime users would certainly help the company. The second piece of news is the firing of CNN CEO Chris Litch. Litch was responsible for the Donald Trump town hall, which was seen by many to be a failure, only serving to give the former president a platform for his controversial messages. He was also widely known to have a strained relationship with CNN's writer's room, and this was only exacerbated by the fact that he was brought in to reshape the network's image. He did this by canceling notable CNN segments like Reliable Sources and laying off the network's White House correspondent, John Harwood. Whether or not someone should lay blame for these failures on Litch is up for debate as many believe he was not given ample latitude by Warner Brothers CEO David Zaslav to properly run the news organization. Moving on, some of you may remember Binance's exit from Canada in May, in which the company claimed the regulatory environment made them unable to operate in the country. It turns out they had actually been served a notice by Canadian securities regulators, letting the company know there was an open investigation into their circumvention of securities law. Rather than comply with the investigation, Binance ceased all operations in Canada and left the country in 48 hours. Going into earnings for the day, meme stock legend GameStop had quite an eventful after hours. The company released their first quarter numbers after close today, reporting revenues of $1.24 billion, about $100 million less than expected. They did, however, beat on loss per share, reporting $0.14, cents, $0.03 cents lower than the expected loss per share of $0.17. Cents. But that's hardly all they reported. The retailer also announced that they will be firing current CEO Matt Furlong effective immediately and appointing activist shareholder Ryan Cohen as executive chairman. Cohen first took a stake in GameStop in 2020 and was named on the board in January of 2021. His investment firm, RC Ventures, currently owns 11.9% of the retailer. 
Shares of GameStop traded up 5.73% on the day before plummeting down 20% in after hours after the company unexpectedly canceled their official earnings call, leaving investors with only these headlines and a lot of questions. Moving to Campbell's Soup, the company reported third quarter revenues of $2.23 billion in line with analyst expectations. They did, however, beat on earnings per share, reporting $0.68, cents, surpassing analyst estimates by $0.03 cents a share. Lastly, while revenues are expected to increase 10%, this is mostly due to inflation-driven price hikes, and actual unit sales decreased this quarter, sending the stock down 8.9%. Online stylist Stitch Fix reported revenues of $394.91 million dollars, beating estimates of $388.78 million. The company's loss per share was $0.17, cents, beating analyst expectations of a $0.28 cent loss. This, paired with an impressive forward outlook, saw the company skyrocket 28% on the day to $4.71. In one of the worst earnings of the season, United Natural Foods fell as much as 30% this morning before recovering to being down only 15%, after the company reported revenues in line with analyst estimates of $7.51 billion, but missed on an adjusted earnings per share, reporting only $0.54. Cents. When using generally accepted accounting principles, or GAAP, the company had an actual earnings per share of $0.12, cents, down 90% year-over-year. Lastly, UNF cut its forward guidance, which led investors to quickly flee the shrinking company. To wrap up the day, we will discuss Trip.com, who saw domestic hotel bookings grow over 100% this year. The company's net revenues grew 124% to $1.3 billion, and net income jumped to $491 million for the quarter. Investors initially sold the stock off 2.36% throughout the day, though this quickly reversed as the company shot up 4.4% in after hours to a price of $35.80. For tomorrow, we get reports from both FuelCell and DocuSign. Also, make sure to check out yesterday's video, where we discuss Coinbase and Binance's litigation, as well as Boeing's delivery delays. Thank you for watching Econ Recaps, and we hope you have a great night. Cheers.